Hi there, I'm Hal Blattman, MD. Have you found yourself with low energy? Have you found yourself with trouble recovering from a chronic illness that has sapped all your strength? Well, one of the problems is the energy factories in every cell in your body are really tired. We call those energy factories mitochondria, and the best way to recharge mitochondria is actually using therapy with ozonated oxygen and ultraviolet light. between your personal power and harmonious relationships? How would it feel if you can exert your will in partnership without exerting too much authority and finding an effective balance that works? A chakra recharge can help you do just that. Whether it's before a first date, an existing relationship, or a work relationship that needs an infusion of positive energy, visit kellyraycoaching.com. Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, Ray, R-A-E, coaching.com. Just click contact on the website to schedule this $25 mini distant Reiki session with Reiki master Kelly Ray for a better year. Dr. Tranquility talks conscious dating and relationships of all kinds. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Tranquility and I want to tell you about my protocol, Date Therapy. It's been seen on BBC and The View and um, Fox and abcnews.com and so many other places. Um, It's an inside-out protocol. So if you're really trying to figure out what it is that you're looking for, uh, maybe you're new to the dating game, perhaps you're back in the dating game after a breakup or a divorce, this is a protocol that helps you get in touch with your true desires, your wants. And it helps you to formulate a sort of guide on a subconscious level that you can then use with matchmakers and dating sites and Tinder and everything else you want to use it with to really cut through the BS, yeah? Cut through all the extraneous stuff and just get to the core of what you're looking for and what your desires are. Date Therapy. You'll find it on datetherapy.com. I am Dr. Tranquility. Stay tuned. to Dr. Tranquility Talks, Conscious Dating and Relationships of All Kinds. We have an amazing show for you, and that was Lord Bread. We just love Lord Bread. You can find his music on Instagram and Facebook, I believe, but Instagram, Snapchat, occasionally Clubhouse. He's got some great songs out, and he's a lot of fun. So tonight's show, we have an amazing lineup. We have Primavera Salva. 
and she's going to be coming on and talking all about her work. We met at the assemblage, or we know of each other from the assemblage, I should say. And it was a great club um, and community, more than club, here in New York. They've unfortunately closed, but there may be, they may be reopening. We're all hoping so, all of us who are members. Um, when you, you've met Yasmin Ellsmore and Erin Claire Jones, um, we're all members of the, of the assemblage. So it was a wonderful community. We also have Libby Siebert coming on from Love Factually out of the UK and Christy Price coming on, who is also a matchmaker in the dating community from Florida. So stay tuned and we will be right back with you. It's going to be a wonderfully fun show tonight, and I'm excited to bring it to you. You know this is a live show and the video is behind the scenes. <laughs> so we have fun with it, right? So we are going to bring on Primavera Salva and she is amazing. She has a website and a methodology, a message all about transforming through love and with love. And she's an international spiritual leader, a speaker, a yogi who blends together the ancient philosophies of yoga, meditation, and breath work. You guys know breath work. We often do a little bit of the neuroscience, nasal closing off and breathing through the left nostril to go into that parasympathetic mode here on the show. And she also uh, teaches other mystic teachings to reconnect people with the most important aspects of human connection. 
the soul. Through her one-on-one guidance with groups, programs, classes, and journeys, she empowers her clients and students to move beyond their limitations and the limitations of mind and body so they can begin experiencing life-changing benefits of the life-changing benefits, excuse me, of a spiritual practice, a reconnection to the source of unconditional love. She is a certified Nam Yoga, as she is certified Nam Yoga levels one, two, and three, Shakti Nam level one and two, Kabbalah of birth. And she is a certified uh, beyond uh, birth and beyond, excuse me, not, she's got so many credentials here, she's amazing. Nam Yoga prenatal teachers training, and she travels internationally training teachers in all of these modalities. Wow. She is also a harmonium practitioner, and we're going to ask her what that's about, offering healing sessions through holistic, emotional, and physical healing systems. She has worked closely with Nam Yoga founder, Dr. Joseph Levy, for two decades to whom she's deeply grateful for his love and teachings. And we're going to bring in Prima Vera Salva. Hello, Prima Vera. How are you? Good. I'm very honored to be here. Thank you for inviting me. We're honored to have you. Oops. Sorry about that. (laughs) So tell us, first of all, what was the impetus? What is the impetus for your work? So um, I have to say, since I was very, very, very young, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about being six years old, sitting down in my living room, thinking, yeah. what is life about? Yeah. It's not possible that life is just about going to school every day, and then one day you finish school, and then you get married and have children, and you may have a job or not, and that's it. I wanted to find a deeper meaning to life since as far as I can remember. And that really is what like pushed me on a quest to find something. As a friend of mine used to tell me, I don't know what you keep searching for. I just really hope that one day you find what you're looking for. And I think I finally found it. I think you did too, but we're enjoying the journey. (laughs) Totally. So it's been truly a journey all my life and in the search of something. And that's something uh, I really have come into understanding that it is the connection to our own self, the connection to our soul. And that's, that's the journey to live life from that place. And that's the place of the soul and the connection. Correct. To live life from a place where you are connected to your soul. Because your soul is part of something much greater than each of us individually. So when we actually are connected to our soul, we're connected to everything. We're connected to the whole. We're connected to God, if you name it God. We're connected to the source of all things. I have to ask you, where did you start? Did you start practicing yoga first for some of our listeners? So, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm from Mexico, and, and truly I started uh, with plant medicine, with medicine, mm-hmm. um, with shamans in Mexico. Uh, my first experiences where I had, I had moments of like, this is what I've been searching for was uh, with mushrooms. Uh, experiencing plant medicine, like I said, with 
shamans in Mexico in the mountains. We will go and, and do rituals with them. And then after that, uh, I moved to New York City after college. And, um, and New York City is the mecca of everything, right? So one day I will go to yoga class, the next day I'll find a meditation class. And I'm speaking about early 90s where there were two yoga places in the entire city and that was it. Uh, but then again, the Dalai Lama will come and the other Sri 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 Yogi will come from India and I will just be going to everything, looking for it and uh, searching for something. Then I really, I, I really got into working a lot with uh, Mayan shamans in uh, learning about the Mayan calendar. I was fascinated with that, the, the precision, the, the, the wisdom that is within the Mayan calendar, uh, the lessons, the life lessons that it teaches you and all of that. So I got into that in the late 90s. And this is when we were expecting that something big was going to happen in 2012. In 2012, sounded so far away. <laughs> and it uh, was back then. It was back then, and it came, and thankfully the world never ended. But truly, that was the time that we started to embark into a journey of awakening as a civilization, right? As yes. in the collective, the collective dream of awakening. And COVID is nothing but part of all this master plan of keeping us awakened yes i agree and yes. reminding us of what's important in that in being awakened you know correct to to the power <laughs> to wake up and know so you do a lot of different things and one of the things i'd like to ask you about is your groups and programs can you tell us a little bit about those yeah so um I would say this, everyone adjusted with COVID, right? And then the lockdown and everything. So one of the gifts that I really developed um, during COVID for me was creating groups um, in Zoom to uh, honor and to connect to the energy of the moon. So I do moon rituals, uh, every full moon, every new moon. The next one yes. will be on June 23rd, a full moon in Capricorn. And I'm not an astrologer, but uh, like I said, I've, I've always been in a search. And um, I used to get kind of like a slight depression. I would be in bed all of a sudden not knowing why I was so sad, why I would feel inside of me that it was the end of the world. And uh, that was also why I was always searching, right? To try to end this hole that I felt inside of myself. Yes. And and in that journey, I met um, a female Mayan elder, a curandera, we call it in Mexico. And she told me, you need to learn to work with the moon. I wanted to get pregnant and I couldn't. And I was in my mid-20s. There was no reason why I couldn't get pregnant. And she told me, you have to honor every full moon and every new moon. So I started to study what was that. And basically, for those of you listening, every new moon um, brings the gifts of the zodiac sign that is happening. So, for example, right now is Gemini. So we just had a new moon in Gemini. Every full moon brings the gift of the opposite zodiac sign. 
So the one coming up will be a full moon in Capricorn. And imagine then that every two weeks we have this energy. New moons help us to start new projects, plant new seeds, move to a new house, get married. Everything that we want to grow, we do it when the moon is waxing. That is between the new moon and the full moon. And then it comes the full moon for another two weeks we're under the waning energy that's when the energy of the moon is picking up everything that we want to let go of it's cleansing so it's time to let go to clean your house to end the relationship to uh, go on a diet because you want to get it get it out of them and but more so every two weeks we enter imagine i explain it like you're entering a restaurant you're entering a room where it's full of gifts so right now we have the gifts of gemini right now these two weeks and gemini gemini is about technology communication travel so this is a time to do that to connect to technology to communication to travel to ideas because gemini is a lot of ideas too and then it will come Capricorn, two weeks of Capricorn. And during those two weeks, we will have the opportunity to focus on work, achieve our goals, create plans, structures, right? So if we are getting in sync with those energies, with those gifts that are available to us, it's almost like you learn to ride a wave rather than going against a wave. Because when the gifts to be productive are there, you should be productive rather than those two weeks you go on vacation and then it will come leo that will be time to play to be out in the sun and play and then if you want to accomplish working there you're gonna have a hard time because people are not focused so anyway every two weeks is a different dance i always say it's a dancing it's dancing with the moon the energies that we receive. So it's a very beautiful work. And I've been very lucky to, like I said, during the pandemic, develop a a following. So every ritual, we have 60, 70 people, mostly women, sometimes a few men, and they're always welcome. And um, the rituals are by donation. So people donate $1, $5, 20, 50, 100. Somebody donated once 500. And then all the funds are donated. I always donated to a cause, to a non-for-profit that matches the work that we need to do. Because, yeah, because part of the work that we need to do is we must be the change that we want to see in the world, right? So in order to bring our own healing to a collective level, uh, I do that to be able to just send it to an organization that is doing the work that is needed. And I have to tell you, it has been a blessing. I always tell everyone, all your donations of today are a blessing in somebody's life. An an unexpected gift that shows up in their lives. And when you do that, the same happens to you. You're constantly receiving unexpected gifts. That's true. It's always going around, isn't it? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your journeys. Because I know mm. you have classes on some of your journeys, and I'm always seeing you. It's like, where in the world is Primavera? What I know. Thank you. Yeah. 
So yeah, I do retreats. Uh, Tulum, Tulum is one of my favorite places in the world. Um, we uh, we also try to travel to Ibiza in Spain in the summer. I'm not going to knock on wood and make sure that everything yes. is okay for us to travel. And I'm planning, yeah, a couple of uh, retreats there and workshops and classes and that is, I will be teaching. This I'm sorry to interrupt. This is this summer? This will be this summer, yeah. Can you tell us about them? So maybe I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not quite ready to do it just because okay. I feel like, you know, they just opened the borders last week and I, I'm just being overprotected because of COVID, not for any other reason. But as soon as I'm ready to share, I will share. Uh, in the meantime, I just invite people to check my Instagram. That is transform underscore with, with underscore love. Or you can love. just go with my name, Primavera Salva, love. transform with love. And I'm always posting all the classes, all the um, rituals I do. I love doing rituals, any kind of we rituals. We have you here as well, if they can see it. I don't know if they can. It's right under Primavera's name. It's transform hyphen with hyphen. Yeah, it should be it's an just, underscore. It should be underscore instead of underscore. hyphen. Yes. Uh, love and com. Correct. Thank you. So is there something you would like for people to know about your work? Um, do you work with couples? So, yes, I do a lot of work. Uh, I work with individuals. I mm -hmm. work with couples. I work with groups. I teach classes, rituals. Uh, I really, really think that rituals and the reason why I'm uh, fascinated with rituals is because mm -hmm. rituals allow us to be in the present. And right. A birthday, a birthday party can be a ritual. A wedding celebration is a ritual. And what does that mean? Is that you take time to stop and really smell the flowers and really be present for that. And that's the gift of rituals, right? To be present. So sometimes couples, we get so busy, you know, children, we career, forget. making money, all of that stuff that goes on in managing a family that we forget about each other. So uh, r doing rituals with couples is something that I love to. Um, I'm married to a woman and we've, we've been together for 26 years. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I, have, uh, I have, too. have experienced the gifts and the challenges to be in a long-term <laughs> relationship. But it's so rewarding when you work things through, you know? As I, we have a lot of friends and when they come and tell me, oh, you're just lucky that you find the one. Yeah, we are very lucky, but we work in our relationship every day, every day. There's no one day that you don't have to really think at it. and compromise. And you really have to really be present to yourself and think and feel, is this something I can let go? Is this something I need to address? Is this something that I need a compromise? It's always in the works, always, always. Yes, we've just launched Date Therapy too, which is for couples. And Date Therapy is a mind-body protocol. Um, when Primavera and I were chatting earlier, I was telling her some of my background and I forgot to mention Harvard's Mind-Body Institute. <laughs> mm. So it's the basis of the work that I do. Um, and so it's therapeutic, but with the mind-body medicine, 
incorporated. So Beautiful. there's a spirituality in, in my work. And yeah. so we're helping couples, you know, and part of that is to create the unified vision, which is their vision each, and then what bridges it and brings it together and solidifying it subconsciously. Beautiful. To strengthen the bond. So it's a lot of fun, and I know it is a lot of work. Um, so I'm very proud of you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and it's a lot. It's a huge blessing as well. Totally. I I I I, I wouldn't change it for anything. Yes. No. That's, no. It's, it, it's really a blessing. Well, thank you, Primavera, for stopping by. And my pleasure. And um, we've been talking about Primavera Salva's classes and her groups, um, her journeys. And do visit her on Instagram because that's where you're going to be able to find out the most information. But her website is like a meditation itself. It's lovely. <laughs> Thank you. And that's Primavera, P-R-I-M-A-V-E-R-A, Salva, S-A-L-V-A dot com. That's correct. Thank you so much. And we thank you for being with us, Primavera. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> I've loved having you. And hopefully I will see you at the assemblage. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> yeah. I'm so looking forward to having that opportunity. <laughs> thank you so much, sweetie. And speak with you soon, okay? Thank you. Take thank good you. care. You too. Take care. I want to take a picture of the two of us here. Okay. Let me take glasses off. <laughs> Bye. Oh, good. Bye. Bye, sweetie. So, oops, I can't see without my glasses on. Oh, yeah, put them back on. <laughs> take care. So that was Primavera Salva, and she is at transform underscore with underscore love or Primavera on Instagram or PrimaveraSalva.com. And she is just a mystical woman. I mean, she sort of has this energy about her that is just so strong and so powerfully spiritual. Um, and she works with couples and she's living proof. I believe she said 21 years. Uh, she's been with her partner. And next up we have Libby. Siebert, who runs, I love the name of this company, it's called Love Factually. And we're going to be chatting with her all about her work coming up in just a minute. And we will be right back. Stay tuned. just taking trying to get her name up on the screen i love doing these live shows well they're not quite live they're actually um they actually go live on 
uh, the uh, YouTube version, which we have, and we don't really promote that specifically, although it's getting some lovely traction of its own. Um, we are on virtually every podcast, major podcasting platform, and we're also on um, AM and FM in 12 markets throughout the U.S. You can find out all of that information on satoriexpr.com. That is Satori, S-A-T-O-R-I-X-P-R.com. And we are coming in right now with Libby Siebert. And we're so excited. Oops, Virgil. We're so excited to have you, Libby. Hi. Coming from over the pond. I am from the UK. We're so excited. Oh, me too. Me too. That was beautiful listening to the previous guest. Isn't she lovely? Yeah, amazing energy. Yeah, you can feel it through the screen, which is very unusual. Yeah. So let me introduce you. Libby Siebert runs Love Factually, a group program for single professional women to learn love strategies and to feel supported to find the one. Love Factually is Libby's brainchild after experiencing all the spectrum of terrible dates (laughs) and enduring relationships with the wrong men for many years. Finally at 36, oh, you're just a baby. While being, I'm dating myself there, while being uh, defended, am I reading that correctly? Defeated, I'm missing something here. While being uh, something by her biological clock, she made a decision uh, to enough was enough and she was going to do whatever she had to do to look and find the right partner. She immersed herself in research on self-development, dating, and created new experiences which culminated in the development of her own love strategies. By implementing the same strategy, she now uses her program, Love Factually. Libby met her husband within a month and was married 18 months later. As well as being a love strategy coach, Libby has 18 years experience in coaching and strategy setting in the corporate world of investment banking and asset management. She is currently living her happily ever after we love it on the coast in England with her two daughters and her husband, who is still the one. Get to know her on Facebook. Her group is called Single to Sorted. I love that name. (laughs) On her Instagram, it's Libby Siebert Coaching. That's L-I-B-B-Y Siebert, S-I-B-B-E-R-T Coaching. So it's at Libby Siebert. It is below her name here, but you may not be able to see it. Hi, Libby. Hello. That's quite a mouthful. I know. (laughs) I have to ask you, I'm so happy to have you on and to have a chance to speak with you Um, across the pond. We know it's a bit later there. What is the impetus? What was, I know you told us a lot about your impetus, but what is the impetus now? Cause you've been doing it a little while. You have two daughters. So what is the impetus now for your work? What motivates you? What's the inspiration? Well, I think, um, definitely to, to help my ideal client because I think in this world um you know particularly with COVID and I I know it's been similar in the U.S. that you've had quite a few lockdowns like we have here in the UK and I just really feel for 
people who are, who are on their own or um you know wanting to meet the one you know if you're happy and enjoying lots of people love their own time and space and enjoy it but then other people are there thinking oh i'm losing time i'm getting older my biological clock you know i want to meet the one and so my program is essentially taking people who are kind of being held back for some reason from taking that plunge and getting out there dating and um and I guess they're feeling a little bit scared, a little bit apprehensive. And my strategy is then going to help them, give them that confidence to get out there. And, and so from, yeah, scared and single to ready to mingle. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Well, that sounds a little bit like gay therapy. So what are some of the, I don't want your whole protocol, but what are some of the strategies that you're using to help? Well, certainly on the conscious side, you know, one of the issues is I think that we tend to, so for example, one of the problems women over 35 have are there's a bit of a stigma almost about dating when all your peers, are, you feel all your peers are, are sort of connect, you know, in matched up and you're there as the extra person, you know, yeah, and that's Bridget Bridget. Jones. If anyone remembers the Bridget Jones movie where she's at the end of that long table with all the yeah. little couples lined up and she's <laughs> sitting there feeling, and it's just crushingly awkward, isn't it, to watch yeah. that. And she gets asked, you know, well, why are you single? And then kind of, what's wrong with you? And, um, you know, of course, then Mr. Darcy jumps in and, you know, says... Saves the day. Saves the day. So it's something like one in four marriages end in divorce and, you know, we all laugh. Um, you know, however, I think there is that stigma still in society and, and women, older women dating, we do feel it. And when I was internet dating, I had similar experiences. Um, I met a guy, John, for a date in a bar, um, you know, the first 10 minutes of a date, we're getting the drinks in, doing the small talk. And he's kind of shaking his head a bit and sort of smiling to himself. And after a bit, I said to him, <laughs> you know, what's so amusing. And um, he, said, he he looked me in the eye quite boldly and said, you know, I can't believe a girl like you is single. I thought, okay, you know, that's that's the line that we hear, but I'll yes. think it's a compliment. I'll take it as a compliment and try <laughs> to move him off the subject. But, oh, no, he then added with generous, genuinely curious, you know, so why are you single? What's wrong with you? And, you know, it's really tough. And I think for women what happens is that we if we hear enough of like oh there's something wrong there's something wrong we start to believe oh there's something wrong with us oh, yeah. and actually the bringing it conscious of that there is nothing wrong with you <laughs> you know there is some other reasons perhaps that you aren't meeting the right person that you aren't and you know and those are the things that we explore in the course but yeah I think it's really important to stand up and say to other women you know there's nothing wrong with you Yes, I think it's powerfully important and to know on a subconscious level that there's nothing wrong with you. The only yeah. thing wrong with women who choose, who want to be coupled up, and some don't. Some don't want to be married. You know, exactly. some feel that their career is the most important thing. They don't want children. Not every woman is, you know, um, cut from the same mold. Yeah. So I think we need to give ourselves a break. And, and just accept it. I'm glad they found love factually <laughs> because I think it's a wonderful. Well, that's the thing. It's 
it's catering to those that think, you know, I really do want to find love now. You know, there are loads of people, like you say, who are happy with where they are. But for those that do want to find love, often we can't see what's stopping us. And that's the value of a really great coach is to help explore and you know in contestating and and you know this kind of area one of the key things is looking at our values and you know knowing exactly what those core values are for our a relationship and and even what the top two are like the most important ones are and um you know that was key for me when i was meeting my husband so Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of similarities there in our protocols, because with my protocol, the only difference is that mine is done subconsciously, but the, um, the ideas are the same in terms of criteria for your ideal mate, right? So, and it's so important to have that actual factual criteria, because when you otherwise dating, you know, website dating becomes, it's just, um, I don't want to say superfluous, but it's just not, you're not getting to the core of what you need if you don't know what that is. It's so true. It's so true. And I think with, with values, I kind of, I link it to that story. You know, this, the fairy tale the, the, when you're a kid and you get told the story of the ugly duckling. Yes. And, you know, we've got all the cute fluffy ducks and then the one big duckling hatches and the mother's like, oh, you know, <laughs> what about this duckling? It doesn't quite look like the others, but it gets raised as a duckling. However, it feels that I don't quite fit. You know, why don't I fit? And the others are leaving it out and it's not having such a, you know, it's the story's quite sad. It's like a miserable. Yeah. Anyway, at the end of that, it sees its reflection and realizes that it's a, a different kind of bird because it's turned into a swan and another swan comes along and says, you're a swan. And I think when we're raised looking externally for validation, we, we take our values from everyone externally. Yeah. It's very tricky then to, to realize like the duckling, how could it know it was a signet? It couldn't yes. know. There's no right. bit of story where it could know that it was right. a signet. And, and I think, that with that, if you know your values and um, understand that, then that gets you a step closer to, to That's find That's so it. true. That is so true. Well, Libby Siebert, it's lovely having you on. Can you tell everyone where they can find you once again? Absolutely. So I'm on Instagram at Libby Siebert Coaching, S-I-B-B-E-R-T, Libby Siebert Coaching. And my Facebook group is Single to Sorted. I love that single assorted. I'm going to join just for kicks. Please do. I'd love to have you there. Thank you. Well, thank you, love. It's been wonderful having you on. Super. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Oops. What is going on today? I cannot handle my screen. (laughs) There we go. Oh, we gave Libby a full shot. Okay. So. This is so much fun today. We're having a lot of fun with our screen. I have it in a different angle than I usually do. And I think it's affecting things. For me, we have an amazing guest coming up. We've had such a good show today, haven't we? And it's all female power. So Christy D. Price is a certified matchmaker, a dating and life coach. She's a success mind a success mindset coach. She has dedicated her life to helping professionals achieve their dreams through her experience as a wealth manager, a life coach, and an executive coach, a nationally acclaimed equestrian. 
I love that about her. And Christy has consistently helped her clientele establish and reach their goals. She has become the, I'm going to add the word consummate, connector and coach in many capabilities. But the one she is most passionate about is her current endeavor, helping people find healthy and loving relationships. And we just love that about her. Hello, Christy. How are you? Gorgeous background, darling. Thank you. I'm fantastic. How are you doing today? Wonderfully well. So you will find Christy at uh, website www.christyprice. Let me change the names here. Okay, Christy Price at christyprice.com. She's also on Instagram. Christy, can you tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram? Yes, at Christy D. Price on Instagram. And it's she has a lovely following. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I wanted that <laughs> name up there. So, um, yeah. So tell us about your work. Tell us all about what you do and how you do it. Not exactly what, because I know some of that is uh, for your clientele. But just give us an idea of, of your work as an executive and uh, dating and life coach. Well, I've always loved help people, helping people reach their dreams throughout my whole life. So I've been a life coach, executive coach, like equestrian. I went through Jack Canfield success mindset coaching two Wonder. years ago. So I've always been about goal setting, you know, that type of thing. And without throughout your life, whatever you want to achieve, you have to take the steps to get there, whether that's your career or health or love. So right. when I got divorced, I, um, I realized that I needed um, to make some changes in my own life. And I was that executive woman that, you know, didn't need a man and was very um, fixed everyone's problems. And I realized I lost my feminine energy. So that's the real reason I first got into this is to kind of help other women not make the same mistakes I did as well. Cause I tend to attract, um, I used to attract, you know, the wrong kind of guy. Yeah. And, um, I love connecting people. I did that for business. So I started helping men and women, um, uh, uh, with coach, mm -hmm. with the coaching piece and kind of putting their best foot out there, being able to attract the one through their energy, because you have to really love your life first before you're going to attract the right one. And I've read a lot about what you do as well. I think you're aligned with that, correct? Yes, you do. Yeah. You, to, you know, I believe in the subconscious mind to do it. But when you utilize the subconscious mind, actually is responsible for 90% of what we do. The conscious mind is responsible for 10. So I think it's really important in the way that we think and operate. So yeah. I think it's really important that you know, you use and put out there what you're truly looking for. You're saying it so well. Thank you. Yeah, I, I read what you do as well. We're very aligned. So I do believe yes. what you put out, you attract. And Definitely. I have my clients actually do a love intention and write out what they're looking for and how they want to feel. Not just a checklist of what they want, but how they want to feel in that relationship once they're in it. Right. Which I that think makes sense. It, yeah, because I think a lot of people, some people want relationships so bad that they go, all right, this person has all my checklists, but they may not be aligned spiritually or soulfully or in other areas. So if you start feeling off around that person, um, there's probably a reason for it. And some of us yeah. disregard that. Yes. I think that's so true. And it's the same with, it's as you well said, goal setting. Yeah. 
you know, you have to set your goals and what you want to accomplish. And meeting a partner is no different. <laughs> exactly. And then it's about creating the opportunity once you've done that. So whether that's through online dating or going to events or hiring me as a matchmaker to help make those introductions where I screen people on both sides and I make sure they're aligned with their value systems and interests and hobbies and life goals and relationship goals. Like whatever, however that looks to the individual, some people have different paths they want to take. The main thing yeah. is your goal setting and you're creating opportunities and you're aligned with how you feel and you go with your intuition during the process. Yeah, it's so powerfully important. It's so powerful. And I love that you're doing this. It's wonderful. So have you had some success stories in your work? I'm sure you have many. I have. Yeah, it's really great. The ones that are my favorite. Uh, well, my first, well, my first people I ever introduced uh, within a year, they were married and they had their first baby on the way about a year and a half after that. And the wow. ones that I love, and some of the people I, I introduce now, their end goal is not marriage, it's a relationship. Um, maybe they've, probably, they've already been married and whatever, so it's about finding the right match. And the ones I love helping the most are the ones that have this huge checklist on looks. Like they have to look this way and this way and this way and have this. <laughs> and then when I get them out of their own way and open to, um, I mean, obviously, if you're an active person, you want active and fit or whatever that may be. But if you want blonde, blue-eyed, I mean, come on. So right. when I get people to kind of open their eyes and cast a wider net and be open to true love um, that's aligned with the external and the internal, um, that's really awesome when they find the person that they um, that is their person. They're like, I never would have met this person if you couldn't have opened my eyes and helped me kind of get past my own blocks. So that's what I really love. I love that. It's wonderful. So uh, tell us, what was the impetus personally for you to start um, doing matchmaking? Because everyone has their own matchmaking story. What brought them so, to matchmaking, I've noticed. So originally, I was not going to do matchmaking. I love coaching, because that's what I did my whole life. But what happened was, um, <laughs> I dated a lot of train wrecks out of my, I had a great husband. We just didn't align, um, in certain areas. It was a great person, ex-husband, I should say. Um, and I see the world through rose colored glasses. So I started online dating. I was dating some people that weren't really aligned with what I wanted. Um, like narcissist or they weren't relationship oriented or, you know, whatever. So I did a lot of soul searching for myself. So I originally did this to help others not make the same mistakes I did because I made a lot. Right. Exactly. And it's still not perfect. We learn from our experiences, right? And about not beating ourselves up. So exactly. once I start, yeah. So once I started helping people that way, some of my clients were like, I don't want to online date. I don't have time to go out on my own and do this or don't have the desire to go out on my own to meet people. So will you please help introduce me to people? So I was always a good connector for business and it just was just kind of fit. So that's how the matchmaking came about. And I love connecting oh. people. And that's how it was a desire my clients had. And I went through, um, there's a matchmaking institute in New York City to learn more about it. And yes. that's why I thought I could only help people. Wonderful. I love that. And now you're Thank doing you. so well helping people. And yes. getting your message out. You're a wonderful speaker. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on your show. It's been a fantastic opportunity. 
Well, I've loved having you on the show. Um, you've been great. And Thank it's you. wonderful. And we'll have to talk about bringing you back in some capacity. I would love that. You have great energy. And this has been very fun. So I appreciate Aww, it. I'm so glad. Well, have a, lo- have a lovely evening. I am going to chat with you off air. So okay. I-, I will speak with you in a little bit. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Thank Take you. Care. And again, Libby. Oh, Libby, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Christy Price. <laughs> I've had so many guests today. Christy Price. Uh, Christy, can you tell us again where everyone can find you? Sure. My website is uh, christydprice.com, K-R-I-S-T-I-D-Price.com. Yeah, see, it's, um, it's, it's not correct in the, um, the oh, CG, so there's actually a D okay. in there. Um, and then on there, if they want to schedule a free consultation, they can do that online or email me or have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Wonderful. We will make sure we change that. Christy D price, like the price is right. (laughs) Yes. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay, sweetie. Well, it was lovely chatting with you and we'll have you back soon. You too. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Hi, guys. So, Christy D. Price, make sure you get that, dot com. And we're so excited. We feel honored and blessed to have had her come on the show and chat with us a bit. I am going to be speaking with her on Instagram because I think she is our, our messenger because I think she is a wonderful speaker and has a great voice and has a good message to share with people. Um, and and so did Libby. Libby was very interesting. I love the fact that she was across the pond. Coming up now, we are going to have Dr. Brian. And Dr. Brian is going to come on and he's going to talk with us. And we have some big things coming up over the next couple of weeks. We've got a great show segment with him tonight. And we have a great segment with him next week as well. I'm really excited. They're both good. So it's going to be wonderful to bring on Dr. Brian. Hey, oh, hey, Brian, Dr. Brian, Hi. Brian, pardon me for being so familiar. Hey, Dr. <laughs> Brian, how are you? Um, Good, how are you? Wonderful. So we're so excited we could have you on for Love Bites. Love Dr. Bites. Brian. <laughs> so, so tell much. us what you're talking about tonight. I'm going to let you tell us. Okay. Well, happy Pride Month, everyone. Happy Pride Month. Uh, yes. Um, I'm Dr. Brian Rubsinski, and... In honor of Pride Month, uh, I think these next couple of segments I'm going to be talking about LGBT issues. And um, today's topic is going to be whether or not to date somebody who is closeted if you are out yourself. I get this question a lot, so I thought this might be a, a good forum to kind of. It's an excellent forum. Yes. And we couldn't be happier to have you share what you know, because we know you know. Um, and with everyone. So I am going to hop off and let you take over, Dr. Thank Brian. Thank you very much. I'm sorry it's so dark in my room today. I don't know what's That's, going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're having a day too, so don't worry. <laughs> well, hello everyone. So um, again, I, I get the question a lot, you know, should I date somebody who is closeted if I am out? And just right out the gate, I'm going to just let you know that, you know, it's it's been observed that people who are of the same kind of outness levels in relationships tend to fare better. They have less conflict, less um, 
stress and tension and more relationship satisfaction. And that's primarily because they're, they're really living both the same reality. Um, so people who, so two people who are closeted and two people who are out tend to, you know, fare better. So, you know, in, in answering that question, should I date somebody who is closeted if I'm out, there's really two schools of thought about that. The first school of thought is it's a dating trap. Don't do it. Run. <laughs> that school of thought basically comes about from the premise that for the, the person who is out, um, it tends to dating somebody um, who is closeted tends to um, hold them back in a sense from their lives in the sense that um, the, their partner it lacks security within themselves and it holds them back because they're not able to truly authentically be themselves out in public. Um, they're not able to um, be out as much as they would if with their family and friends. Um, and in essence, it's almost like forcing them back in the closet after they've spent such a, a great portion of their life trying to establish a positive gay identity and self-concept. For the person who's closeted, it causes a lot of stress and tension because they feel pressure to take on situations that are you know, really risky and threatening to them before they're really emotionally ready. And these relationships oftentimes will have a push-pull dynamic and a power struggle um, that just really causes both partners to feel quite resentful, unsupported, and really stressed. So the second school of thought, um, you've probably heard the axiom that the, the grass is greener on the other side. Well, this school of thought is, and I love this, the grass is greener on the side that you water. And basically the school of thought is go for it, give it a try. So this school of thought basically is from the premise that relationships are viewed as disposable in our culture. And, you know, they're saying here that people, it's very extremely difficult finding a quality partner. So if you find somebody really good, let's work on it and let's see what we can do with it. Um, with closeted and out partners, you really complement each other very well. Um, closeted people can actually make very good partners because usually what attracts the out person to them is um, these folks tend to be very, you know, enthusiastic and very excited about love. And they tend to also be less jaded about gay dating because they don't really have a whole lot of experience and exposure to it. Um, I think they're also much better at boundaries and pacing, obviously, because of the position that they're in, too. Um, it's possible that, you know, maybe he or she just needs more time and uh, to grow. And you have to ask yourself, are you willing to, to wait for that person? So let's get down to the nitty gritty. What do you do? So the first thing in helping you make that decision would be just do a simple cost-benefit analysis. What are the pros and cons of dating this individual and what are the pros and cons of not? Um, this can help be facilitated through doing a values clarification. You know, what are my personal requirements for a partner in a relationship? Um, what's negotiable and what's non-negotiable? And that can kind of help, you know, give you some clarity too. If you're going to date somebody who is in the closet, you have to make sure that you're really open and willing to go on a little bit of a roller coaster ride. Um, you probably remember yourself when you were coming out to yourself that, you know, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of mood swings, there's a lot of progress and then setbacks, progress and setbacks. So you have to be willing to kind of go on that ride with your partner while he's, you know, coming out to himself. Um, you'll also have to realize that there's going to be a lot of compromise and sacrifice and that you'll probably be a little inhibited in your life 
while he's going through those growing pains. And there's not a guarantee that on the other side of that, that he'll still be ready at that point. So it's important just to be able to be, you know, accepting of that because that all comes with a package of dating somebody who's, you know, still positive. Um, another important thing to remember is that his coming out journey is his issue and his responsibility. Um, we can't force or push somebody to do things that they are not ready um, or emotionally equipped to handle yet. So it's going to be important for you as his partner to be as encouraging as you can. You know, maybe try to set up little um, gradual, safe, um, risk-taking activities. For example, maybe you guys could go out of town and go to a city that you know is very gay-friendly where you guys can walk around holding hands as a segue to start building little by little. You also might encourage uh, your partner to go to therapy where he can work on things like um, boosting his self-esteem, working through his fears, um, working through internalized homophobia. And lastly, really, the, the best thing that the two of you can do is to sit down and really kind of hammer out some solid boundaries that you're both agreeable to. And um, for the person who is out, another helpful thing can be to kind of set a little bit of a window period of time where you kind of, you know, wait and see. Let's let's observe how um, we evolve this relationship. Let's see how far along that he or she is coming with their coming out process. And, um, you know, maybe within six months to a year or more, kind of revisit this and reassess where, where, where you're at and see if this is really working out. So each school of thought has their pros and cons, and this is a very personal individual decision. And I hope after hearing all of this, this helps you with your decision making. And um, once again, I want to wish you all a very happy Pride Month. Um, I'm Dr. Brian Erpsinski, and you can find me at brianpersonalvictorycounseling.com or at thegaylovecoach.com. Thank you. And that's my love bite segment. <laughs> So Dr. Brian couldn't see me. He couldn't hear me. So he has left the building. I didn't have a chance to ask him a couple of questions that I wanted to get to tonight, but I will ask him next time I'm on. Um, if you weren't seeing me on screen, I was behind the screen asking the questions. This program is a behind the scenes of the show. So you get to see all the boobs and blurps and things that go on. Um, when you're running a show, um, we are a podcast as well as a radio show airing in 13 AM and FM markets terrestrially. And we air on most major platforms. You will find us. So you can always find under Dr. Tranquility, but definitely Dr. Tranquility talks, conscious dating and relationships. And we are just so excited that you joined us this evening. We're going to pay some bills and we will be right back. Are you single and frustrated with online dating? Going online dating? 
excited that I had so many wonderful people on tonight. I want to tell you about LFTDT. That's LFTD uh, underscore infused underscore T. Hi, this is Dr. Tranquility for LFTD infused teas. That's lifted infused teas. All lifted teas are made with or sugars to give you that hangover, groggy feeling. You know what I'm talking about. You can choose from six different flavors. My favorite, the mango peach. I find it to be the most flavorable. So, lifted infused teas at LFTD Infused Teas on Facebook and Instagram. Enjoy. Okay, and we are back. We're having quite the show tonight. I'm having some issues. <laughs> it's a little bit too busy. Um, we have so many wonderful guests on. I, um, we've had on uh, Dr. Brian Rapetsky. We've had, I said his name, I got it right. I wasn't thinking about it. That's why I was able to do it. Um, it always, his name scares me just because of the spelling a little bit. It's intimidating. But he's wonderful and very patient, so I just call him Dr. Brian. We've also had on Christy D. Price of ChristyDPrice.com, and that's Christy with a K-R-I-S-T-I. D. Price is in the Price is Right. She's a matchmaker and a coach coming out of Florida. We have Libby Siebert of Love Factually from across the pond. And we had Primavera Sal. Primavera Salva, primaverasalva.com, and she is Transform with Love on Instagram. Thank you for joining us tonight. It was lovely having you. We look forward to seeing you again next week. And be nice to each other and take care. I am Dr. Tranquility for Dr. Tranquility Talks, Conscious Dating, and Relationships.